The Best Ships Are the Friendships by Captain Lou Edwards Imagine living your dream lifestyle, getting paid to explore distant shores, cruising the world for free with your own highly profitable group events at sea, while earning thousands of dollars for yourself, your company, or your charity. You are meeting the most interesting people and helping change lives. This is my life now, but it wasn't always like this for me. I was an only child born to poor, struggling parents in Brooklyn, aged 62 and 42. I was orphaned as a teenager when my parents both passed away within a few years of each other. Needing to find a way to survive, I dropped out of junior high to join the circus. Well, it felt like a circus, being on the road with people whose names were Andre the Giant, Classy Freddy Blassie, 601-pound Haystacks Calhoun, Polish power Ivan Putski, and manager of champions Captain Lou Albano. He was the original Captain Lou. May he rest in peace. It was 1978, before pro wrestling became a billion-dollar sports entertainment empire under Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan. By forming a few key friendships, I was taken in by this colorful crowd and quickly became the voice of a New York-based wrestling talk radio show, as well as ring announcer, interviewer, and color commentator. The wrestling community was a lifeline for me at a terrifyingly lonely time. They kept me off the streets and got me to overcome my shyness. These became the most fun four years of my life, until now. In 1982, well-meaning friends and my few remaining relatives strongly suggested that wrestling would never be big and that I should focus on getting a real job, so I quit. Big mistake. Never take advice from people whose lives you wouldn't want. I have no regrets, though. This first phase of my life taught me showmanship. The next one would teach me salesmanship and survival. The Power of a Jelly Donut by Uta Goldkuhl Harvard Business School professor Howard Stevenson once defined entrepreneurship as the pursuit of opportunity without regard to resources. The entrepreneurial spirit has woven a path through life. From early childhood, I dreamed about being free, free to think, to express, and to act contrary to our family style of rules and order. I always sensed I did not fit. I was a quiet, inward-drawn child, but intensely restless within, curious to explore and test new things. I was not afraid to pack up, uproot, and start anew, and I did more than once between decades, starting at age 16 and as late as 68. Distance was never a consideration, nor did I question why I would leave a secure life in my native country or how I would manage in the new place. I did not have means nor skills. I just had to follow my intense urge to explore the unknown. Though each beginning was rough, the thrill of climbing a new hill to get to the other side overpowered all. My parents never understood why their third child was driven by such undefined forces, and neither did I. I was never a troublemaker, rather a helper. I grew up during World War II. 
We were poor, but everybody was poor and struggling to put food on the table in our small German country town. I can still conjure the smell of freshly baked donuts as I passed the bakery on my way to school. Those warm yeast jelly donuts coated with white powdered sugar. I babysat many afternoons for just one. My bike was my friend, my freedom. I could ride wherever I wanted to, explore anything, and feel free in nature among the flowers, meadows, and fields. I loved the smells, the whistles of ripe yellowed grain, the blue cornflowers and red poppies. I was alone, away from fights with my siblings, the disapproval of my parents, and my ever-unhappy grandmother in the house.